Okay, Boker Tov. Good morning. So we started last week um, about uh, <laughs> just just like this last week. Uh, so we started last week uh, about uh, about Bizayin, and the truth is, as I mentioned last week, um, that that the you know the reality is as far as these topics is this topic in particular it, it really affects um, I'd say the most profound issues that I've seen really that I've seen are in family members it really you know it's 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 bad to do to have to have to disgrace anyone uh, it's really bad and has really serious consequences uh, to be doing this with people you you love and you care about and uh, it, it, it's it's the, the damage, I, when I think about some of these cases that I've seen, the, 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 the years later damage that one bad, stupid conversation could really have, is, it, it's so profound to me. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it even could, you know, you could have a relationship with somebody for many years, positive, and have one really bad day, and affect that for life. Uh, if, if a person's foolish crazy, um, short-sighted enough to just say terrible things to a person. You know, terrible things to a person. Um, and, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's an amazing Chubas Arajba. Chubas Arajba had a case of where a husband and wife got into a fight and the woman, in her fit of anger, took off her, her head covering and ran outside <laughs> the streets now, this was in a very religious circle, and that certainly was very problematic. In fact, that's so problematic, the Gemara says that could be grounds for divorce. Okay, so they went to Rajma. The Rajma said, you know, when a person's in anger, and, and, and uh, truly angry, then they are, they're, they're, they're not in sound mind. They're like a shaita. And therefore, it's not, when the Gemara says it, it's not talking about, it's talking about a woman purposely goes outside provocatively does it, and doesn't care about what anyone says. Again, we're not talking about in the world of, you know, of Jews who don't know better or don't understand. Not in a world where, where that's the reality. So when a person's angry, you could really um, be foolish. This type of foolishness, and, and, and I'm just restarting with this, because when I really think about the cases of disgrace, now it does, it could, you could hurt a relationship with anybody if you, if you truly disgrace them. But with family members, what, I, what I've seen is is that that moment of anger when a, when a husband could tell a wife, wife to husband, parent, child, or vice versa, the the terrible damage, and it, no matter how upset a person is, that if you you say terrible things to a person, you it's a terrible avera, and that's first and foremost terrible sin, but the damage it's like it's so mind-boggling. It's like you can't erase. You know, Hashem is forgiving to us. And if we're smart, which we'll get to, we'll be forgiving of others. But some words are very, very hard to erase. You know, um, you know, when a little kid tells a parent that they hate you, so when they're six years old, five years old, four years old, they're more forgiving. When they're 25 years old or 45 years old, it's not the same thing anymore. Um, and when a, when a husband tells a wife that you're really a terrible, or vice versa, or parent a child, those words, they, 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 they just like, it's almost like an echo chamber in the person's mind. They, they hear it, you know. And it doesn't necessarily 
uh, a race. So a person should be really, uh, certainly very, very careful um, about th- saying really hurtful disgrace. So as I said, the truth is, is that by family members, you know the weak parts. You, you, know, you, know, how to, you know how to punch you know what, 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 what really aggravates uh, a person. So how, but what about us, though? So he says, Dan is called So a person should go ahead and judge everyone favorably. Um, uh, so a person should look carefully at themselves. Like we tend to be angry at others and nail them. We should look at ourselves to be... <laughs> We're we're good judges on ourselves. We're very we're 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 we're, we're We judge with rachamim with mercy. We're very we're very accommodating of ourselves. You know, I, yeah. I have one child who's a police officer on, the, on their siblings, but on themselves they will never self police. Like they they're, if they did that, but themselves they're very kind. They're the kids, but we we we're, we're, we do that as well. We should be, um, we should put our own things under a magnifying glass. Uh, you know, it really, we, 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 the, the true answer is we don't look at the Avera, we look at who commanded us. Hashem commands us to do Torah. Uh, if we break the Torah, it's, it's not the command, right? The king tells you, please pick up a tissue. It doesn't make a difference. Like, please pick up a tissue, or please go in, on a royal assignment and do this and this and save the country. Both are from the king. If you break the king's word, right, that's a serious. So when you're looking at yourself, that's how you should view it. Um, and if you um, lo- learn a lot of Torah, you should look at like really can we do? Uh, you can do more. Um, uh, the, the person could be doing up, uh, doing more. And when people honor you, you should say, um, "Okay, I'm not so great. I didn't do so many things." Um, but he, there, there he says. Uh, then he says, "If you have, when do people when when do people get upset when they're disgraced? What's like? What would you say is the number one reason people get upset when they're attacked or disgraced? What would you say? What was what's, what propels the anger years later? So I would say two things." If it's a, a, a family relative, so we, we there's a certain need for a child to be great in a person, a parent's eyes. Parents puts a lot of time into a child. Parents be great in a child's eyes. A spouse, that relationship is a very sensitive relationship. You know, in laws, like there's you want people want to be accepted, loved, cherished, and then you attack a person. Uh, you know. They, 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 they will remember it. But what about like a stranger what, what, or, or not someone like that? So I'd say the number one reason if a pe- person gets furious is, or upset, is because um, we feel like, do you know, like, it's a feeling of, do you know who I am? Like, do you understand? How dare that person? Like, how dare they? What chutzpah? How could they attack me? Do you know what I do? No, I'm not going to say what I do, but I'm not going to, I don't have to tell you what I do. But do you know what, do you know what, how do they do that to me? And, and, and we feel like it's so undeserving. Like, if we did a terrible thing, if we punched a person in the face, and then they tell us that you're an idiot, you're a fool, whatever, you're a terrible person, so we don't, we don't take it so seriously. 
but if, if, we, if we don't do anything wrong, or, 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 or I'm amazing, so then how, how could they dare? How could they have a chutzpah? And, we're, and it infuriates us when you think about how this person said something to me. I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm perfect. So what the, what the is saying is that when we realize we're not perfect, and you know, it's, it's actually an interesting thing, if the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim, when he was later in life, he, he, he cried more than once, People, you know, that no one ever humiliates him. You know, the Chavetz Chaim walk in the room, woo, the Chavetz Chaim. People travel for miles to see the Chavetz Chaim. No one, you know, the Chavetz Chaim, if he would speak, no one would speak. If the Chavetz Chaim would, if the Chavetz Chaim would tell a person, yes, Rebbe, if, it, if the Chavetz Chaim would, even if you disagree with him, you know, the Chavetz Chaim was like, he was the, you know, you know the story of the New York Times when they sent the reporter to the Chavetz Chaim. The reporter went, traveled all the way to Radin. She said, she, like, the, whole tra- the whole way, she was thinking, like, where am I going to? And when she gets to Radin, you can Google this. She said, I've just met the Jewish God. Like, she sees the Chavetz Chaim. I've met the Jewish God. Like, this reporter was so blown away. With the Chavetz Chaim said. The rabbi has that, uh, Rabbi Goldstein has that obituary. Oh, the Chaim, yeah, yeah, that's a he got to do it. He said, yeah, it's a famous. Uh, at one point, I almost wrote an article, the Chavetz Chaim, like I felt like I couldn't do it justice. I really, honestly, with him, I couldn't. Like you need to, like uh, you'd have to be like uh, a twenty-page, like it's not you can't write I can't, a thousand words. How do you describe the Chavetz Chaim in a thousand words? So, but that article mm-hmm. was was one of the. Uh, yeah, he just bought an actual. He bought the actual physical article. The New York yeah. Times, yeah, 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 the New York Times. But that's not when it was the Jewish God. There's one that actually talks about when they went to get the Chavetz Chaim, right? They saw the, but the Chavetz Chaim cried that nobody humiliates him. Why? Because when, a, when we, you know, there's a certain, there's a twofold plus of being humiliated. We don't look for it. We don't look for Bizayan. But number one is it puts us, you know, it gives us a justice. We, we have to reconcile with ourselves a little bit that not everything in life is, ooh, suicidally, you're not perfect, you know. And even if a person's a, a terrible person who does it, but more importantly, Chavetz Chaim said, when you, Busha, when you're humiliated, um, it's, it's certainly, uh, it's a ka- tremendous kapara, tremendous real humiliation, tremendous, tremendous uh, kapara, uh, and um, you know when you have that kind of uh, kapara, Chavetz Chaim wrote, wrote in the Gra, it's in a few places. It takes away terrible averus. So when you get the Shemaim, the Chavetz Chaim said when a person has been humiliated, uh, that it's uh, you know. Uh, it's a tremendous thing. I, I'll tell you a personal story. I remember many years ago, there was a very unstable situation. A person came here. A person was super unstable. I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And, you know, someone would be set for like a, a non-Jewish, like a crazy situation. Like the Seder, remember when they had those missionaries come in here, the Messianic Jews? Uh-huh. So I remember that when they, they came in and I stopped them, you know, with John and Kay at one point, he said, do you believe in Jesus? You know, like, like, and they were coming here, like, literally with the conversion ideas. Uh, not converting, not them converting. <laughs> not them converting, right? So, at the same time, some also unstable lady came, and she wanted me to set up a Seder. I said, listen, I can't set up a Seder. And she, like, so, the, like, all story. Anyways, so, so another unstable lady then emails, like, hundreds of people like literally, like I, I, I was, you know, that terrible. Like you have to to take 
anyone at any time. Like I'm gonna set a missionary at someone's house, like like in email like anyone she knew in the whole world. Then she had, she then she knew. Then she emailed like every newspaper that she knew, and she emailed. Like, she must have read my bio at anywhere I ever went to school. And I'm CC'd on all these emails, by the way. <laughs> like, literally, I think the only time we could ever compare was that Poland article. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, at least it was like Polish anti Semites. So I'm like thinking to myself, I couldn't believe. I, I literally, I like, you know, like, so like, one person said she knows this person. It's a completely unstable, unhinged person. Like, people who know the person, the person's an unhinged, unstable person. But let's say you don't know this person. You just get this like rabid email. So, like, I realize today, like, no one cares. Like, the bottom line is, like, I get emails, I got emails about this about rabbis and this. I don't even really read it. Like, I just, like, look at it for two seconds. Like, we, people, the thing about it is people really don't care. But at the time, like, I was, like, I was, like, shocked. But honestly, I'll tell you personally why, why I slept that night and didn't really. Is I thought to myself, like, this person, you know, the fact that unstable, Hashem will judge them. The, the fact is, is this person just gave me a tremendous kapusha. It was like all the things. So like, it actually, being honest, like, I, I said to myself, like, oh, this is, uh, I, I didn't jump for joy. I wasn't doing jumping jacks. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, this happened to me. Like, this is great. But when, if, when I think about then, and, and, and what really just like said to me, like, wow. And I thought about the Chalotzchan. I thought, like, wow, the Chalotzchan would have loved to have this happen to him. And it happens to me today. It's unfortunate. In the world of the internet, you can, you can Google some of the biggest tzaddikim in the world. They're terrible things people write. Mass on a mass scale. Some are false. Mama Shekhar Vachazav. Some are just people's biasnesses. Some are people's hatred for Torah and for mitzvahs. You know, I remember I once, was once in an RCC, a rabbinic thing, and the Beisden had come out the Pesach against a very wealthy person in Los Angeles, the RCC. This person decided to put out, like, Blogs against the RCC based and like mamish, and then and then to have a list of the dayanim and to attack individuals. This dayan thirty years ago, I heard from a friend who told from two friends that he, you know, whatever, like like terrible things. So if you think to yourself, like these, the based in Paskin a, a case, right? So, but if there's a certain so. Forgetting anyone's awareness, but if you, we want to be able to deal with it, one of the best ways to deal with it is to realize it's a tremendous kapara. Re- really, when a person gets a, a moment um, of busha, it happens to be a tremendous kapara. Therefore, people insult you, you know, don't, don't get angry. Like, al yitz l'riv, al yitz kayashuach v'yomer. So a person should say to himself, Hashem gave me this reality. You know, it's, when you, when you, you know, even in learning, the Gemara says that sometimes you've got to get you know, knocked down by Rebbeim in learning. And it says in a few places that the only way to learn is to embarrass yourself almost and share. It's like, you imagine a teacher, uh, you know, a Rebbe, Sits to you. Oh, that question you asked in Taisvus is a terrible question, by the way. It's a great question. <laughs> you, know, you know, the rest of your life you'll think you asked a great question. And you never asked a great question. You know, like, you, the way you learn is is by making mistakes and asking questions and realizing it's a silly question. And you know, there's, there's, that's how you do it. Like you know, there's no way you're gonna ever come to it. Come to it. If you're in, I played sports when I was younger. Um, if my, uh, the coaches killed you. I mean, I, I played more than one league and more than, you know, for, for many years, I, my youth, obviously, I was, 
uh, I was not a, a center or forward in basketball, but I played guard. Uh, uh, and, you know, but they were not nice to me, the coaches. Why were they not nice? Because they, they, they were not, they're not nice because they wanted you to be a good guard. You so know, coaches. they're coaches. That's, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, push-ups now. I'm like, why would you push-ups now? Right? Chaim, you were a wrestling, you know, were you, were there, are the coaches, are, do they pat you on the back when you mess up? Huh? No. No. How many, I remember once I went to an army base. And the, I, I was actually was in Colorado. I, there was one of these bases you could watch, um, and you could watch, but you couldn't uh, you couldn't go down like you could. You know, like a, so I was there for for forty five minutes, and I was like a younger kid at the time. And I, I, a couple times you saw somebody mess up, and some like sergeant next to them, and they were drill drilling like a, a drill sergeant. You saw the drill, you know these guys like more push ups like it was like you know. Why would they do that? Well, guess what? If you're fighting against ISIS or Al-Qaeda, the margin of error is zero. So, like, when you, when you want to build yourself a soldier or you're a wrestler, you play basketball, you know, or in, in, we had a baseball coach here. We, you know, you probably too nice when it's a baseball coach. Can you ever, like, drill them a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, give me 15. Uh, give me 15. <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> I, um, but you know I, so there's a certain well in, in life Hashem is the ultimate Hashem wants us to be successful really because Baruch Hu wants us to be great spiritually great and he wants us to come to the, the world to come clean you know so sometimes in life it could be that we need to have a good cleansing it could be we're being a little too narcissistic or arrogant in our own again arrogance by the way doesn't mean talking it means in our own mindset <laughs> we think we're great. That's the, wor- big, the biggest error in the, mis- in the world. Like, we think we're perfect. We think that nobody should say, ever say a bad thing to us and nobody should ever do a bad thing to us. Right? So Hashem will, 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 will help us be successful. It was a little bit harsh words. person gets yeah, humiliated. It's a little bit sad that Hashem says to me that you have, you, you have your mistakes. V'shalach l'voyzes osi ayidei ha'ish hazeh who said that? God said to curse. Who said that? Who said, who was attacked and humiliated at one of the lowest points and they specifically said that God said to curse? David HaMelech. By who? Who cursed him? Who cursed him? Shimi ben yeah, Right? By Shimi ben Imagine Shimi ben is one of the great, he was Shlomo's teacher. One of the greatest people of generation, David is at a low point of his life. He's walking. He has been, he's been his own child. Uh, has rebelled against them. The people of Israel is you know, the biggest ingrates I've ever heard in my life. When David comes to power, they were under the plishtim. I, you know, whenever I think about this story, I, like, it bothers me to no end. The, when David comes to power, the plishtim were dominant. They had just killed Shaul. They, you know, even before that, he, David killed Goliath. He was he was the savior. He was the one who built Klal Yisrael from, a, 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 from down on the ground. And he built them up to a, a strong nation, so much so that they will build the base of Mishra in his son's time, but in Shlomo's time. He, he, he solidified the borders. He made them a strong government. Right? He, was a, he was a king for, and it's at the end of his 40-year reign. And these ingrates could rebel against him. And, and, and not just rebel, that he is... He's, he's not a, a rebellion which is going to be easily put down. Right now, he is the loser at this point. He is being, he's being forced out of his kingship. He has no hope at this point. It looks terrible. And Mamish at this point, come Shimi Ben Gero. 
one of the leading sages of the generation, who taught his son Shlomo, and starts to berate him. You're a sinner. And not publicly, not privately. You know, with a few people who's coming, you're a sinner. You know why this is happening? The story of Bathsheba, you did this. God's punishing you. And who wants, the officer says, I'm going to kill this guy. The officer says, I'll kill Shani Ben Gera. Now, if, you're, if I would be there, I'd say, kill him. <laughs> Hopefully, I wouldn't. Didn't but, tell him to kill him later after No, it was Shlomo. That was but, but that was for Shani Ben Gera's own good. Oh. That's why you should have Kapara. He told Shlomo to do it. Oh. Uh, if Shani Ben Gera breaks, d- doesn't listen to Shlomo's, right, to do yeah. it in a certain way. But to imagine David Amelach, and then you think about this, put yourself in David's shoes for this moment. I mean, I, 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 I don't know how a person would feel having been David and, and seeing a rebellion like that. And rebellion not only comes from, comes from your own son, who you had redeemed. You know, so the whole, and in that moment, to have the clarity, when Shimei Bekit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of those are, all of those are, are for very good reasons and for their own sake. That, that, that was for their own sake. But forgetting all of that. that, 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 that he didn't do it because it had nothing to do with David. Oh. Why didn't David do this? Because he wanted to make sure that for himself and for everybody else, it's not about me. Uh-huh. It was about them. Oh, it was about their... Himself. No, it was about their kapara. It was about uh-huh. their olam haba. It was about saving their own, own souls for the various that they did. So that's why he didn't do anything. And he told Shlomo to do it at the right time and the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you, at that time... King David was 30 years old, he could become a king. When he's, and when he was right. 40 or 70 years right. old. What age was at the time that he was? Uh, of Shalom? No, yeah. no, no, David Amir. This, this story? Yes, story. I think it was 68 or 69. It was like a year or two before he passed away. Was 60? Eight, 69. It was like two or three years before he passed away. Yeah, right at the end of his kingship. Uh-huh. Uh, so if David could do that at that moment, and we're not King David, but you have to realize that that is the... Nobody, this is important, nobody could hurt you or I. Nobody could hurt us. Anything that a person says, now they get, they're the shliach for it. It's from Hashem. There's nothing, zero, zilch. In life, nobody could say a word that, or a couple, that's not supposed to happen to you. It's also amazing that Nevatayin on Hashem, because he could, the mindset again could be like, for sure. done so much, I've done so much for you, Hashem. Right, also, that's, yeah, that's a separate thing. But you know what, I, I, honestly, for, for many people, it's easier to, we, 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 somebody hurts us, we, we, we take Hashem out of the picture, it's this person, and they harp on that. So especially religious Jews, but religious Jews can reconcile Hashem, but when a person slams us, person hurts us, person, so I, I went to this story, I was once walking with somebody, and um, somebody didn't pay a shiva call to them. And like, the, the, the anger that they had, I was like, you know, you know, so I was like, you know, the anger, so, you know, it was, it was someone I just had even perfectly presented something to me. Happened to walk with them on a Shabbos, you know, when I was a teenager. I don't talk to this person. I didn't pay a shiva call. Can you imagine? I, I, you know, uh, so, you know, we, nothing, we, people, you look at people. That's how they do it. The reason I mentioned that story is because he was a religious Jew. I remember, like, that, like, this person didn't do this. So, like, but we're, a, a real person realizes that everything they get in this world comes from a country. And if Hashem is sending us bizayan, it's for our good. Because Hashem is the best coach in the world. You know, human coaches are imperfect. They can have a bad day. Their coffee wasn't good. Menashe didn't make them coffee, right? They didn't have coffee that morning. You know, if you don't have coffee, a little bit edgy, 
where they they, 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 they they come to the to the game. Their wife, you know, told them something they didn't like, or their their, their mother's sick and they're stressed out. Who knows what the human coach has? Or the human coach doesn't like this kid because he reminds him of his brother. Or like you know, that's how human coaches are. So even when they're coaching, they're not going to be perfect. Then they make human errors, or managers in companies. You know, a good manager. You know, it inspires others, but manages others. You know, to be a manager is to manage. You can't. You need to manage. But there, or to be a leader, a CEO. There's there's human errors that come into play. But uh, Hashem is perfect. If a Baruch Hu gives me this, that's what I need. It could be because of my own thing. It could be just right now I'm okay. But I need kapara. Right? Like David wanted to make sure that Yoav got to the role to come. That's not a small thing. Right? He wanted to make sure that Shimmy got to the role to come because right. And had they not been punished in this world, it would have been boy 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 in the next world for them. Um, but it's still the person who's shaman is going to be punished? Huh? Of course. Oh. No, no. They're shliachs. Oh, okay. Right? If, if, somebody, if somebody gets hurt, it comes totally from God, but Hashem picked people. To that catch. need to do they, Yeah, their own free will is that to, of course they get punished. But the, the, the point oh. is, the reason we get angry is this would never have happened to me, you know? This would never have happened to me. You know, I'm gonna, I'm not with Dan, but someone gets into a car accident. So any, anyone, anyone who gets into a car accident, it's from Hashem. There's no, if they're, they're not supposed to be in that car, that car, they're not there. Period. So, but if somebody's a drunk driver, of course they're punished. Somebody's texting while they're doing it, of course they're punished. They, 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 you know, Rosner says, if you see a guy seriously speeding on the highway, you can call the police on them, so even if the police would give them an, an unjust thing, because Masira discusses this, the person who's driving like a Meshuggah on the highway is a Rodef. That's Rosner's words. A Rodef. If they get into an accident, they will kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're, of course they're going to be punished for driving like a Meshuggah or for being careless. But nothing could have happened to the person who's hit if not for Hashem. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, nothing happens. To, you know, when, when a person, so everything comes from a kaddish baruch for whatever reason. It could be kapara. It could be to work on ourselves. And then we should be happy. Hashem cares about a person. Hashem chafetz diko be'isurim. Cause it's like this is how the world views it. Views it. The world says, "Why in the world happened to me?" You know, Hashem says, "No." You, you know, a, a good coach cares about players that are worthwhile. You know, if you have a rebbe. Who, who's pushing you? It's a good thing, Yeshiva, because you know. So kilem she'im ba mechisaron kis lachala pesh lahasim chatas. The kavod gadol, you got a tremendous kavod gadol. The chavod chaim was upset. He didn't have bizoyness. You know, chavod chaim was a very a halig. A per, you know, halig is Menashe. You know, halig. No, no, halig. What's halig? Holy, holy, kaddish. Like to the chavod chaim, he saw Hashem as the ultimate. Why don't I get this? Um, Uvalvad, actually, there's a, a tremendous prayer. I have it in my house for anger that a person could say, if they're ever embarrassed, they should say how, what kind of kapara it is and how amazing it is. Um, I, and, I, and, I, and I took this, Rabbi Reisman from, from Brooklyn, he once said it's the best therapy if, you're ever, if you're ever, anything ever happens. Why? For us, why? Because it, mamish, it makes it clear to you. If you have the prayer, that it should be actually be a kapara when you say that prayer and you think to yourself at that moment that I should not be angry, I should not take it up, that helps a person. Um, now, Yisur can be terrible. If a person then gets angry at God because of Yisur, it's a detrimental thing. A person's angry at their mother 
their father, their spouse, at the, anyone else. They can't get past. This would never have happened to me, ever. Like, I've heard these comments. The only reason I'm like this is because of so-and-so. They did this to me. No, you did this to yourself. <laughs> you choose to be angry at God. You chose to be, uh, uh, to be angry at, 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 at this person. Uh, you know, they're, they're have their own culpability, but you're, you're like, this would have happened to you with or without them. Now, they're wrong. They have to apologize. They have to reconcile. But this would have happened to you with or without them. <laughs> it's not them, right? You're supposed to have this. Um, there are people who could be Michael al who can look back, who really see everything in Hashem and really see everything is for the best. Hashem loves such a person, like like the like the sun in its guru, Hamalbin, you know, Hamalbin, and I love him in him Olbin, person who could be embarrassed and doesn't attack, attack back. Right? Such a person is a great person, and when a person's in a moment, if they're ever attacked, right, the best thing to do is not to attack back. Just be able to absorb. Uh, take it and move on. It will be a tremendous kapara for a person, uh, and it, and you'll you'll live better. I mean, you know, pashit, a person who's able to do this uh, is has a tremendous uh, mila in in Shemayin. It's a very different way to view bizayin than you'll get in the street. You'll never get this only in the Torah. Really, I read in uh, I think it was Rabbi Kamenetsky's book that he went into the dormitory and one of the kids opened the door and knocked him down. He just brushed himself off and walked out. Didn't say a word. Rabbi Yaakov. Yeah, Rabbi Yaakov. Yeah. Rabbi Yaakov. Yeah. I, I, I think I think it says once one time. Rabbi Pavarsky. Rabbi Pavarsky was a Rosh Hashiva in the in, in Panovich. He was a gadol, but it's actually he grew up in the same town as Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. Several years younger than Rabbi Moshe. Uh, he was a Shiva for decades of, of Panovich, and he used to have a seder on erev Shabbos. He would come in his Shabbos clothes at midday, I think, into yeshiva. He would come midday and learn through the Tol Shabbos. Like jealous and Amish guys in midday, you know, come and learn. He would be dressed in Shabbos clothes. And he said he's once, they saw, he didn't say this. The person who did this told the story to other people. He, that he, David Provarsky was walking up the hill. Have anyone been to Panovich? Anyone been to Panovich Shiva? The Panovich? So you ever go to Bnei Brak? Yeah, with the gold, with the gold arrow, with the gold, you know, it's a me, you know, it's, a, it's up a hill. He's walking up the hill to the Yeshiva and as he's walking up a hill, someone was squeegeeing. They, were, they, they washed the floors in Israel. They had a bucket of squeegee water, dirty water. And instead of being smart and you know, pouring it somewhere, he was a lazy person, decided just to throw it over his porch because that area, no one, it was an area where no one walks. He threw over, over this dirty water. It hit Rabdavid Pervarsky. direct hit with schmutzadika water, with dirty water. His whole suit, everything gets dirty. And he said, the person who saw this happen, he said, he saw David Pervarsky, did not look up, turned around, walked back to his house, and then he saw him walk back later. Now, at the time, he was so humiliated, he didn't want to say to, to David Pervarsky, eventually apologized to him. But he said he saw the whole thing. David Pervarsky did not pick up his head. He didn't pick up his head to say who... The person didn't do it on purpose to do it where the Rashiva of Panovich. But he didn't pick up his head. How do you do that? If I'm supposed to get dirty water thrown at me, you know, then that's what's supposed to, that was supposed to happen. So he did, and he walked back. That is a person who lives with this on the highest level.